Is yeah. Luke's OnlyFans going to be called Gorilla Tactics? <laughs> <laughs> Bad motivators. Watch me squeeze this banana. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 202 of the Bad Motivators. I, of course, am Eric Strahlers, and with me to mark the final episode of 2020. And uh, boy, do I got to say, <laughs> later days, you stupid year, are my two <laughs> excellent co-hosts, one Mr. Luke Cruiser. Hey there. And one Mr. Dallas Wood. Hola, fellas. Guys. We just came off of Christmas, man, and mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I love Christmas. Christmas has been my jam since I was a wee lad, and even with the craziness that goes along with working at a church, when it comes to Christmas Eve and all, God, dude, Christmas rules. Did you have mm-hmm. a good one? Um, yeah, for the most part. I mean, uh, as good as a socially distanced Christmas could be, I mean... Uh, my wife's parents came over on Christmas Eve, I don't know, one-ish, and then they were there for an hour or two, my, my mom came in shortly after that, she was there for a few hours, and then on Christmas, it was just, it was just us, uh, you know, me and the wife and the kids, and the kids had a good old Christmas, man, they got, my son got a, a, a drum set, and Damn. a guitar, Damn. And my and my daughter and my and my and Leia got a, a guitar just like Max, but pink because she's a pink pink freak. And uh, and Lily got a little tiny toy ukulele, and we got almost some some other like uh you know like when you when you when you have music class when you're a kid and you're like you'd have like those like assortment of like random like noise making musical yeah. instruments mm-hmm. like yeah, in yeah, the yeah. in the cupboards and you all race to grab the rainmaker or whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, we got them a bag of those and they just been doing it up i tell um, you what man i i think my son's got natural rhythm like i, I he he just he's not like like he's he's not just like banging the big bang on the drums like uh-huh. he's trying to like figure it out himself but he's kind of he, he's, he's kind of understanding what a beat is and it's pretty cool you know and uh that's cool yeah and but you know we we try to make it as good for the kids as we could because it's been the shittiest fucking year ever and they've been so much time like in the house and you know we're usually not big spenders on christmas and stuff like that but it was just it 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 really felt appropriate to really go out this year and uh and they 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 really loved it so that's that's what made it good for us awesome man what about you dallas it was pretty good i mean uh since we're building a new house, we're living with my folks, but they went to my sister's house in the town that's like 10 miles north of us. And so we had like Christmas Eve night alone and then like most of Christmas up until like 1 p.m. alone. Like, so it was kind of just nice. Like it felt like just, you know, back when we lived in our own house, you know, and Honestly, like the last five years, my wife has insisted to both sets of parents, you come to our house. We're not going to yours. We're, we're not going anywhere on Christmas. You want to see the kids? We're here. Come here. And, which I think is awesome because it means I'm not getting in a car, loading a bunch of shit up, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Which rules. And the other thing that rules about Christmas with teenagers is they sleep in. They didn't get up till 930 in the morning. 
<laughs> and that was awesome. My wife and I, like, we had breakfast alone. We're like, you know what I mean? Like, I had, like, two cups of coffee. I didn't even, like, sweat. Like, we just waited for them to get up. It, 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 it was just, like, a nice morning. And, you know, my kids, like, since we're building the house, we've really been thrifty this year, this last, like, seven, eight months. So we were just saying <laughs> we're spending, like, a 100 on each other and getting the kids one really expensive gift and a bunch of small stuff. You know, it's stuff they need, mm-hmm. like clothes and shit. So my son got a new set of ear pods since our dog Rio chewed his last set <laughs> up. <laughs> Poor guy. He's been, like, without for, like, nine months, and the guy is, like, fully dying without his ear pods <laughs> just <laughs> poor guy loves music so just the convenience of ear pods have been like he just uh, stealing my wife's all the time anyway so he was super amped about that and then we got ainsley like a brand new like set of big canvases and she paints so much mm-hmm. and so she's got we got her like a whole like expensive like watercolor set and a brand new bike since like huffies aren't expensive you know what i mean our airpods are way more than a fucking huffy so that's so cool we, though man yeah yeah you know like our kids like they're not they're not in that stage where they, they've never been big toy kids which is funny since their dad is such a big toy person um but like they enjoy clothes. Like we got them both shoes and like stuff that they need, but like they just were psyched that we could spend the money on stuff that they actually needed that they'll use every single day. So like, that was kind of like our focus this year and not to fault anybody for spoiling their kids, man. Like I'm all for it. I've done that thousands of times, but it was just fun to see them so happy with what, even though they didn't get a lot of stuff, like they were super happy with what they got. We always, you know, Christmas is a big deal for us. And we, we kind of go overboard with the kids, uh, like never past our means. Like we never struggle. Yeah. yeah me either. Like, yeah. How are we going to pay for this? And, and it's none of that, but you know, with this year, especially man, it's been so jacked up. So like for me, you know, Christmas Eve is always a thing and it's like the longest day of the year because we have multiple church services and like this year was no exception. We did one at each campus, one at 5 p.m. in O'Fallon and 11 p.m. in Alton. And so, like, rehearsal is two hours before. And then I got there several hours earlier than that to help the uh, – we hired a light person. It was a whole thing. Had all this other stuff to do. Just get all that done. Finally get home probably around, I don't know, 8 o'clock to sit down have a little food with Amanda and the kids mm-hmm. and then jet back to go do the last one, mm-hmm. get done, leave there, get home at like one in the morning, take a shower, get ready. And my, of course, here they come waking us up at six 30. Oh my so I'm God. Like, you know what, man? It's, it's totally cool. And yeah, we have yeah. a tradition. Nobody comes to our house. Not welcome. Nice. But I mean, if my dad's like, hey, look, I'm really lonely. Could I please come over? It's not like we're going to tell him no. Sure, sure. We would consider telling him no. You wait outside, (laughs) old man. Yeah. But we spend the entire day in our pajamas. All four of us. We don't don't get out of our jammies. And it freaking rules, man. We just lay around and do nothing. I eat so, so many Reese's peanut butter related products i'm pretty sure i have diabetes now hell yeah dude it was great and you know for the most part the kids were okay stella's at that age where like she still you know she still believes in santa and the whole bit 
which is fun. It's super fun. But she's like right at that age where I can tell she's questioning herself. You know what I mean? How old is she now? She's eight. That's when London stopped. Yeah. Yeah. And so he he caught us dead, like red handed. He's like, dad, I saw Santa Claus's wrapping paper in your closet. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's what we we try to be pretty crafty and never like go in over our heads on telling spinning a yarn you know that's where you can get especially because amanda is sucks at acting jesus christ <laughs> she's the worst i mean she just does i would tell her if she was standing right there i'd tell her you suck but oh my gosh are you serious wow that sounds amazing <laughs> good lord but uh anyhow anyhow she stella she wants all these toys but then she wants to sit around and play on her tablet the whole time. Okay. And it's like, listen, yeah, I don't think we'll be getting a whole bunch of toys next year, but it was still great. It was still fantastic. And because of Christmas, we always end up having a very special Bad Motivators tradition, and that is the Christmas edition of... And if you lads don't mind, I would like to go first today. Go ahead. I teased this on Twitter. Let me tell you something. (laughs) It was a Christmas miracle. You know, I've been having this whole runaround with Megalopolis. Every week for what? Three months? Yeah, four months total. I called. The the lady hung up on me and all this. Finally, I uh, filed a report with the Better Business Bureau. And then also... Uh, filed a dispute with my bank on the charge. Well, I had been watching my email because they assured me that that refund would come through and I'd get an email letting me know. But then I was also checking my bank balance just to see if it was there. And nothing. So it's Christmas Eve. (sighs) Go and do that first service and all that. Get done. I'm tired. I load my stuff in the car. Going to head back over to Alton. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to check my bank balance. And I did. <laughs> and there, <laughs> hiding underneath there, like sweet baby Jesus, just having been born, <laughs> was the refund. It wasn't a refund. It was from my bank. The uh, dispute. Rectifying this dispute. But it doesn't stop there. My account that I have, since it's our secondary checking account, uh-huh. There's an $8 a month fee if you don't have X number of debit transactions at a register per month, right? Okay. Well, since I haven't had any gigs, I don't spend any money because I ain't got no money to spend. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I've gotten charged $8 a month, several months over the past few. They refunded a ton of them while they were in there giving me the money for that. They're like, oh, well, here, have some $8 and have some $8 and have some $8 and have some $8. So, how about them apples? And, you know, I'm thinking Megalopolis at this point, you know, they're, I don't know where that money comes from when a dispute gets done like that, but all I know is that I got my money. So, Megalopolis Toys, I'm sorry from a personal level if you guys are struggling, but as a business, suck butt. Yeah. <laughs> suck you off. guys are the worst. You're shysters and you're, you're stealing from people and you know it. You're, you've turned your business into a Ponzi scheme that is falling apart on you. Yep. But. Highly unrecommended. Let's move forward. 
yeah, let's move forward from there. So I got my money back. That kicks ass. What I actually got on Christmas Day was some pretty great Star Wars stuff, some Mm. of which I gave to myself, Mm. to be fair. One of them was I got a notification that a package had arrived from Amazon at the church where I would always have stuff shipped. It wasn't supposed to be out for, I thought, until March. And I was like, well, I better go up there and make sure it doesn't get stolen. And I got got it and I threw it over with the, all the other stuff and told Amanda, hey, I put this over there. If you want to wrap it up for me, that's cool. Because I also got my snow speeder from Hasbro Pulse. It was under the tree on Christmas Day. So that I haven't opened it yet. I mean, I unwrapped it, but it's still in the box. But I got the six inch black series speeder bike. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it's still in the box somewhere. Amanda forgot to wrap it up and give it to me. So it's probably sitting with you know, just like all my it, other right? stuff. No, no, it's just a biker scout. And oh, okay. I think it's not the biker scout. I with think Grogu. it is. I don't think so. You sure? Because, they, because, look, that, they, because that other one was like. Like we're like talking, they were talking with the bike. Line. Yeah, yeah, he's on yeah. the bike. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a blue line series. Like, like it's probably like six, seven years old. Yeah, no, it's, it's not that one. Then, then it's got to yeah. have Grogu. No. Yeah. It must. I'm sure yeah. it does. Yeah, Dude, I don't know. It. I opened the cardboard box. I looked at it and. Yeah, much like all my other Star Wars collectibles. <laughs> but while I was at it, I also got a. Um, the Babu Frick, the 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 big one. Nice. <laughs> I want yeah, that one he's so cool. bad. Yeah, it's just to hear him. Hey, hey, that's that's hey. the best, man. Amanda wants to call somebody so bad and get it queued up to where the one where he says, "Hello, <laughs> my my name's Babu Frick." I'm like, you don't have the guts to do that. You'd all be giggling the whole damn time and you wouldn't be able to sit there and let it talk into your phone. Uh, let's see. What else did I get? Uh, oh, my friends, they made me this really cool thing. It's like all these pins set in this deal and then like string wrapped around them to make a pattern. And it's the um, the rebellion symbol. And Ugh. it is super cool, man. The nice personalized touch. I nice. really dug it. So, yeah, I think that's about it. But, man, that was still super cool. What a great Christmas it was. Nice. What about you, Dallas? What'd you get, man? Well, if I had known the Star Wars Christmas for Dallas would be so bleak, I would have saved the shit I bought for myself that my boy Jesse brought up <laughs> from Vegas. <laughs> Like my Cad Bane and my Thick Boy Mando. You know what I mean? Like, Star Wars was bleak for your boy this Christmas. I got a mug from my secretary that says, if I were a Jedi, I would abuse my power, which is true. And <laughs> I got a t-shirt from a friend, Jesse. Uh, the uh, It's the Van Gogh Stormtrooper shirt. You know, like they do the Van Gogh painting. And I don't know if you've seen uh-huh. that one. Like, I, you know, I dig it. It's it's cool looking. Um, but, you know, I hate to break into what did I get that wasn't Star Wars, but, like, it's kind of Star Wars, even though it's not a Star Wars product. I got the Pothead's Dream Kitchen Appliance. <laughs> Uh-oh. Which is the air fryer. Oh, nice. My mom got it for me, and she got it in red, and it's Sith Trooper red. It kind of looks like a Sith Trooper. So I got like me some tater tots and frozen fries frying up in the Sith Trooper. 
You know, when my son and I fired it up the first time the other night, I was like, unlimited power. <laughs> Once I started it up, you know, I just like, it's not Star Wars, but man, just it feels Star Wars as shit to be able to, because, you know, when you do frozen fries in the oven, they take like half an hour because it takes mm-hmm. 15 minutes for the oven to heat up to 400 degrees. This bitch gets it done in 10 minutes. Nice. It's perfect. That's that's efficiency right there, right? man. And since the local Sonic closed down, I need crispy tots. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm gonna have to drive several miles to get crispy tots. So now I don't have to do that anymore. Well, you know what? When it when it comes to tots, you can't fuck around, man. No, dude, sure. they gotta be crisp. And the thing about these air fryers, man, like I Turbo was giving me shit because I like posted it in like a chat I'm in with him on twitter he's like it's just coils in a fan and mate blah 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 and i'm like hey don't knock it till you try it because it makes the outside of frozen tater tots perfectly crispy but the inside is like you know just soft just perfectly uh-huh. you know what i mean like they uh-huh. are sonic-esque eric knows what i'm talking about sonic nails it dude dude sonic has the best tater tots Hands and down. i know yeah People like to crap on fast food, but Sonic's ingredients are top shelf. Right. Their burgers are amazing. Mm-hmm. Their corn dogs are amazing. Breakfast and is their top tater shelf. tots. Yeah. Their tater tots, I'm telling you, if you've if you've never had one, what are you doing? Stop listening to this podcast immediately <laughs> yes. and head to Sonic for some <laughs> or tater Or listen tots. to it on the way in the car over to Sonic. I guess if you want, but just, <laughs> I'd, I'd rather you just keep your head clear yeah. so that you can concentrate on the tot goodness when you get there. I don't want you sitting there eating your tots thinking, oh man, I wonder if Eric got his money back from Megalopolis. Screw that. <laughs> just shut it off and you go get you some tots. <laughs> yeah. or And a breakfast toaster. Oh my God. Oh yeah. And you can get those any time of day. Yeah. They do it all day. Like why Burger go to for breakfast? Can do. Yeah. Breakfast sandwich of, for dinner. Can do. Why go to McDonald's and get the egg McMuffin for seven meal for $7 when you can go to the Sonic and get twice the food with the breakfast toaster for four and a half dollars. <laughs> now, the only thing I will say about Sonic and don't get me wrong. I love Sonic and I'm willing to, you know, to wait but they take forever. They do. <laughs> and there's a McDonald's and a Sonic where, right across the road from each other. And there are many a time where I know I'm stopping to get fast food breakfast. And it's like, God damn, Sonic sounds so good, but I got places to be. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I have to make some hard decisions, man. Those are just the kind of logistics that you have to factor in when you're responsible. Do, I wait, do I wait two minutes or 15 minutes? Damn Dude, it. Yeah. that's what's sad about it. That's what's sad about my local Sonic going out, because they were actually pretty decent on the time. Like, it it was reasonable. The reason this one is like this is because they're making it for you when you order it. Oh, that's badass. It is. There's a lot to be said for that, man. But anyhow, anyhow, I do go on. So, Dallas, anything else? We ready to hand it off to Mr. Cruiser over there? Let's hear what Mr. Cruiser got. Well, um, we are, like I said, we're not usually, we're not, Rachel and I don't usually buy anything each other for Christmas. Maybe once in a while, something small or something significant or whatever. But this year we didn't. We just focused on our kids. Um, my mom got me, the only thing Star Wars related I got was my mom got me a uh, pint glass with a Grogu on it. 
Oh, um, nice. But, but besides that, like that's all I really got. But I did. Speaking of other collectibles, um, as many many of you may know, I know I know Dallas knows. I'm a big ninja big Ninja Turtle fan, and I grew up watching the '90s cartoon and all that stuff. And uh, uh, NECA recently came out with these figures that look exactly like the um, the cartoon versions of them like they yep. have like like shading and stuff on They're them and dope. stuff like that yeah and they had all the turtles and they had shredder and then they came out with uh krang and in his big bodysuit. and i was a target and i was looking for something because my, my mom's birthday is the day after christmas and so i was looking for something else to get her before we on our way over to her house for her birthday and they had this this, this discount aisle you know where, like you know Target has like 75 different places where discount items can yeah, be yeah, found. Yeah. They're clearance right. stuff. Yeah. yeah. End caps, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And I, and I look and I'm like, I'm in, I'm the, I'm in the electronic section. Cause I was getting her, uh, I, I was buying her, uh, knives, knives out for, for her birthday. Nice. And, and, uh, and I was walking on the end caps, just looking around. And I saw this, this Ninja turtle box on one of the end caps. I was like, Oh, nice. And I went up to it. And it was it was this big fucking dude, the crank, the crank, the nice. crank from Oh my bro. gosh, man! <laughs> dude, Look came, at him. He came with like so many different attachments, like his spiky balls and shit. He put oh my god, all else. from the cartoon. That's crazy. Yeah, but and it even came with like a with, with a baby shredder. I'm trying to remember. I think I think there was one episode where where uh, where uh, shredder got a got a baby out. He put on him, made him turn into a baby for a while. <laughs> yeah, that's but, right. Uh, but uh, he. Uh, but anyways, they're they're normally like thirty five or forty dollars, something like that. But it mm-hmm. had a tear on the back side of the box. So they made it twenty five. Like everything, oh, everything nice. was in it. But it, like it, it, it probably happened when they were unpackaging it or something, you know? Yeah. Out of the box, they were shipping to and just ripped up the back, and nobody bought it. So they put it in there. Like well, I'm, I'm open that bitch anyways. Who cares? So I got right. twenty five bucks. Yeah, no kidding. And uh, and I wouldn't. And like I, of course, I, I messaged Chris Fresh about it immediately because he's big into these things too. He's like, oh, great, dude! You beat the you beat the scalpers. So I was like, oh, is this hard to find or something? And he goes, uh, yeah, uh, from 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 what I've heard in America, especially, yeah. And like, and I wouldn't look on eBay just to just to check it out. And like, yeah, they're going for like ninety dollars on Damn. eBay. Oh my gosh, <laughs> dude! <laughs> <laughs> like, and I just bought it on a whim because it was like heavily discounted. And I was like, oh fuck yeah, dude! And uh, so yeah, I got that's, that's what I got, you know, and. I got some money and stuff, which is yeah better than most things usually. Right, Excellent. right. <laughs> um, I realized I screwed up. I forgot to tell a funny prank that my wife pulled on all of us, me and the kids. She she wrapped we 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 all got shoes, but she wrapped them individually in two different boxes, <laughs> and so she made sure that all three of us got a, a box with just one shoe in it, right to start. And she got me some really nice flip flops, like really expensive flip flops. But she got my sons a, a Nike, a pair of Nike shoes, and my daughter some like fashion shoes. And we're all like, "Wow, you're doing this? What? We got to open another one to get the other shoe." You know, we're all annoyed. She immediately grabs a present for herself, opens it up, and there's both shoes inside. And then she just cackles at all of us because <laughs> her shoes for herself were in one box together. <laughs> no, it was cute. Cute little prank uh, she pulled on us. Forgot to mention that. That she's is like, cute. I got, she's like, I got, you, I got you guys so good. You didn't even know. <laughs> For her, that's like you know really outgoing. So, 
The uh, the thing with Christmas for us this year, Amanda and I are just one step away from look. Just buy what it is you're wanting and wrap it. And yes. same for me. Yes, and vice versa. Because realistically, I mean, I always end up getting her something in particular, like that she didn't tell me she wanted. Yeah, but she sends me pictures of exactly what she wants me to get. And then sometimes they only had like two of them. And then by the time I'm able to follow up, it's already gone. You were like, you know what? Let's just be real about this. for a minute. <laughs> me sending you a picture of exactly what to then go by is stupid because I, I am standing right next to it right now. Yeah. I'm like that is, that is a good thing because it's not like we're spending so much money where she sends me 10 things that are just a start. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, this yeah. is, this is what we're getting. So like it, it's, I think once you get to a certain age, like it's always nice to be able to buy your spouse something and like with a lot of thought and care and all that good stuff mm-hmm. and whatever. Yeah. The truth is a lot of times, at least with Rachel and I, we, we usually buy what we want throughout the year. Just kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it, 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 it avoids, it avoids a lot of like, Oh, thank you. I uh, hope you kept the receipt. You know I mean? Like, it's like, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's just like it's shit like that. Like I can't buy her clothes. Like I would, that's like, that, that, that's like, it's like insulting to buy a woman clothes. Cause like, I hope you, you know, whatever. Cause they got to go through the whole process of trying it on everything else. And it's the whole sure. deal. Yeah. And and I like, find the way you dress unsatisfactory. <laughs> hey, so <laughs> I have always kept it to purses and shoes, and I have been yeah. very successful at that. Outside I, of that, I've stayed out of it. <laughs> I have a strict policy that I really only buy Rachel jewelry, and she's happy with that. <laughs> All right, so, so there you go. Yeah. So like so so here so here's my plan, right? Like real quick, I just want to say it real quick. Like when it comes to like gift giving and stuff like that and things like that, like she's been like really like holding down the fort while I've been going to school, right? Like she's really been yeah breadwinning it and doing everything, yeah. getting it really you know whatever. So like when I get out of this and get a a big boy job, like my like 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 that first Christmas is gonna have to be a special one for her because like dude, she's just she's just been amazing. I mean, she always has been, but just like. She's just like the way that she's just been unconditional with everything. Like, of course, you should finish this. Of course, you should get it done. Of course, we should do this and take these steps so that you can better yourselves. It'll better, better, it'll, it'll better us as a whole and things will be better in the long run. And without a thought, yes, of course, you should do this. Like, it's like, it's just, it's just like when you find somebody that that's awesome, like, it's worth the wait to buy them something that's really nice, in my yeah. opinion. You know what I mean? When I, when I, when I can afford to do so. And that's how I'm kind of viewing it. My wife is one to not treat herself ever, which yeah. bums yeah. me out. I mean, yeah. she's the smart one. She's the frugal one in the house. That's but my wife. man, my wife gives me more every day than I ever thought I would have in my life. Seriously, I had resigned myself to the fact that I was probably never never really going to be in a healthy relationship with somebody who cared about me. And now she's the best. And if I can treat her on a day where she won't complain about it, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. And no. She deserves it, man. She is, she is awesome. Yeah. When my blah, wife graduates blah, blah, blah. from uh, college here, it'll be her 40th birthday like in 2022 so it's like lines up and her favorite place to go is hawaii so i'm taking her to Kauai for her 
because she's just oh, like man. worked her ass off. You know what I mean? I, wa- I, I said to her, do you want to go to Europe or Hawaii? And she goes, Hawaii. I'm like, right. Yeah. yeah. Look, uh, Kauai, Hawaii is like the most beautiful place in the world. Like it's just, it just is it's the, the most beautiful island. Oh, real quick. Eric, I think only you'll, only you'll care about this because of the talks we've had about it. But I finally got, I finally got big boy internet. I now have no data caps on my internet at my house. Excellent. I feel like I've, I feel like I've entered the 21st century. I feel like a new man. <laughs> it, only, it only ended up costing me like 14 more dollars a month. <laughs> It, when you told me that you had a data cap on your your home internet, I was like, "That that's, that's a thing still." That's of course, so you know, nice. I have a, I don't have yeah. unlimited data on my cell phone, and people think that you know I'm using a rotary cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's actually Xfinity as a whole, and they, if you if you go on their website, they'll talk about it. Like, only like five percent of our our users use over one point two terabytes of data a month. And I'm like, well, I was doing good for a long time. These last few months, I've been going over, and, and there's like, and there's like one courtesy month, and after that is like ten dollars per fifty gigs you go over. I'm like, man, I go over that in a night. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking. You know, like we're all all we're doing is streaming, and uh, and and with with all this online gaming and stuff I've been doing, and with and using and, and downloading all my digital games from like Game Pass and stuff. That yeah. shit's gone mm-hmm. quick. Oh, I bet. That's yeah. Shit, Especially like when like every brand new game is hover around a hundred gigabytes, like mm-hmm. it's, it's oh, dude. It's, it's, and as your kids get older, like when when they become teenagers, like you're you're all of a sudden like we got six devices going at the same time, you know? Because like your wife's we have doing that now. It, oh, okay, then yeah, they, you know what I'm talking have, about. They all three of them have tablets. Damn, dude. Yeah. Yeah, dude. My, I, I, I just found out like a week ago, speaking of internet, that uh, where we're building our house, the city just recently like passed a thing where they're putting fiber optic in the city where we're building. Nice. So I called the city and I'm like, hey, that expensive ass building permit I just paid for. Do I get the fiber optic right away since we haven't built yet? And they're like, oh, new constructions first. Hell nice. yeah. So <laughs> I said to my wife, hey, can I speed up that he shed I'm going to put in? We'll do your she shed too. But I want to make like a two, recording a recording have two studio. sheds. He, yeah. he and hers. Dude, we got a half an acre, dude. We, we're not big yard people. We got to fill it with shit. <laughs> if I can give people any advice when it comes to like any new type of utility like that. If you see a bunch of new construction going in near you. And suddenly you're getting cold calls from like the service providers hitting you up for this and this. It's a trap because what they are trying to do is get you to subsidize the cost of them having to install this. So what you do is tell them that you recognize what they're up to and you have no desire to do so. However, you are interested in their services (laughs) (laughs) and then you can approach it like that. Yeah. Yeah, but in in typical Comcast style, they're like, well, they're like, well, your new plan has 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 one one gigabit down and thirty five up. God, dill holes. It's always something, right? Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, it's better than a twenty I did have, I guess. But I have six hundred with I, them I, now. It's not bad. No, I mean I have a th- I have a thousand megabits, one 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 gigabit of download speed, but it's only thirty five megabits 
up. Mm. Ludicrous. Speed. Yeah. Mm. I don't know Which how you I, can operate that like that. You'll just never be able out. to you're it, you're never gonna get be able to get a good audience on your Pornhub live cams. That I know, right? I'm very upset about it. And it was actually one thing that I was looking forward to with upgrading my internet. And when she said 35 was the best they could do, I was like, well, you will not get in a free link, miss. I'll tell you that much. Dude. Yeah, that's harsh, man. <laughs> Is yeah. Luke's only fans going to be called Gorilla Tactics? <laughs> <laughs> Watch me that's squeeze good. this banana. <laughs> Two handed with my feet. <laughs> that's good stuff right there. Thank you for that. You're um, welcome. So, <laughs> uh, so we're supposedly a Star Wars podcast, and we talk about Star Wars on here, right? Well, mm. you know, 2020, as far as Star Wars concerned, there was a lot of ups and downs. One of the downs being that Celebration was canceled. But honestly, I think there are very few of us who, and I don't mean on this show, I mean in general who would say, man, I really wish that they would have gone ahead and had Star Wars Celebration in face of everything, because that would have been the worst. E- economically, but, so, let alone the virus. Just just yeah. economically. Take the virus out of it. <laughs> so we had that, but we also got a banger of a season of The Mandalorian. Yeah. And, you know, we got the nine or 27 disc, however many it is, Skywalker Saga box set. We got... A new Star Wars video game that's pretty decent from the 20 minutes I spent playing it. <laughs> and <laughs> we got two because then we all, or, or, what, or what's the other one last year? Last year. What about uh, order was last uh, year? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It was like, it was like last November, wasn't it? Yeah. Like or yeah October it was even. pretty late because when I bought my Xbox One X, it was a f- Fallen Order edition. Mm. And, uh, uh, it was, you know, practically new old stock at that point. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. So, it, it, all in all, man, it's a pretty good year to be a Star Wars fan. And we got a lot to look forward to in 2021 after the announcement of a bunch of projects. We've got a novel coming up very, very soon from mm-hmm. the Get High Republic. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's my Adam, fan just, fiction, Eric. That's not what it's called. <laughs> well, let, let me let me ask you guys this: Out of everything that we got in 2020, from a Star Wars perspective, what was your favorite, top and bottom? What was your favorite, and what was the worst? I mean, it's impossible not to say that the best wasn't the Mandalorian. I mean, like it's just, uh, I mean, you can't even. I don't know, dude. Like it, you have Luke Skywalker come back. You, we that, got, that's what we I was got gonna Gro- say. We got Grogu's name. We got we got you know we got his Boba Fett came back. I like, mean, it's just it's just uh, it's hard to say the Mandalorian. I don't know how else that could be the highlight of the year. Well, I mean, we got Bo Katan, we got Ahsoka, we got Luke, yeah. we got Boba Fett all in one season. Phoenix Jesus. <laughs> Who expected yeah. that? I mean, we knew we were getting Bo Katan. But we weren't really expecting. I mean, no, we knew we were was, getting Ahsoka. We knew we were getting Ahsoka. Did we know for and sure? Bo-Katan was pretty heavily speculated. So was Boba though. Fett too, though. Frankly, I think I think Ahsoka and Boba Fett were the ones they were like, "Oh, this is definitely happening." And then Bo Katan was heavily rumored, and Katie Sackhoff was kind of give like vague, vague 
hints. Yeah. But the but but the the Ahsoka one was all but confirmed by uh that Dutch or German Disney Plus thing. Yeah. So yeah. But anyways, But like yeah. at, at the end of the day, Luke Skywalker, nobody saw that coming. No, I mean, we started to wonder whenever Grogu started reaching out to the Force of Jedi. But yeah, at, at the beginning of the season, no, no way. But, but like we said, two weeks before it went down, you and I were like, they'd never do it. They'd never <laughs> do it. And then they did it. And we're like, oh, my God, they did it. And it was awesome. Like I like I was saying to Eric a while a while back, like I hate hate to be vulgar, I hate to be vulgar, but it was literally an orgy of fan service. It really was. Like it was just so much from all directions at all times. Like it was crazy, and like it 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 was like I I feel like me last year going on about my whole brand my whole thing where I want brand new shit, I want brand new shit. I'm tired of us living in the OT era and not being able to deal with all this stuff. Would laugh at the me now who was who was ecstatic with all of the the old shit that we got mixed in with the new shit it just it 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 flowed so well the story was so well taken care of and cared for and i can really push forward a lot of different storylines and how we can like you know trickle our way into the sequel trilogy you know what i mean into that whole 30 year gap it actually really is gonna it's gonna help expand that way more than i thought it would like when they first announced the Mandalorian, I thought this is gonna be some side side shoot story. We're never gonna touch any of the stuff that came in either of that, you know. And and now look at it like it's like a fucking bridge. I never knew it was gonna be a bridge. Well, yeah. They they managed to fan service like multiple Star Wars fandoms. Yeah, this season. I mean, the Clone Wars fans, the prequel fans, and the OT fans. Like everybody, yeah. everybody got a little bit of something. Yeah, uh, I, and, and it was all relevant to the story and the the cinematic story and the animated story. Like it all tied in well. I didn't think there was anything at any moment in any of the stories where we went in any of the chapters where we're like, "Oh, this is taking me out." I mean, there's some stuff they've got some explaining to do, but they've explained the helmet thing from season one. So I imagine the dark saber thing will get explained in season three. Like I, I, I have all the faith in the world that John Favreau will write this properly. will make it work. He's done it so far. I mean, it's, it's just funny to me that like, there's very few dissent, but the dissent there is, is just kind of funny. <laughs> well, well, on top of that, I mean, we, we've forgotten. I actually forgot like the, cl- the clone wars final season with the she was this year too. Oh, like, that's oh, true. Oh my gosh. Yeah. God, yeah that, that, that was that fantastic. Was, that, that feels like it was like 20 years ago of all the shit happened this year. It, it really it, does. It's, so does. But um, yeah, like Eric, I mean, for you, it's got, it's got to be the Mandalorian though. It's got to top everything, right? That happened this year. Yeah, for sure, man. The Mandalorian yeah. was the, the absolute top. There's, that, that final season of the Clone Wars, especially the last episodes, yeah. w- were very tough to beat. Yeah, they're still, but it does. It seems like forever ago. And yeah. one of my one of the best things for me, honestly, about Star Wars this year has been doing this show and doing the Sith list. I because and the reason I say that is on the flip side of all that, the worst part of star Wars this year for me personally has been the fandom. It's, it's not even a thing of star Wars. It's just the entire, the entire 
fandom from a social media standpoint, but then also that goes along with it, the things that would cause an uproar in the fandom of people who suck, you know, like we've gone and on and on. We have gone on and on about, you know, like Gina Carano, for example, that's just all of that. It's all trash, man. Mm-hmm. It, it's all mm-hmm. of it's trash. And it's those sorts of things that, of course, I'm never going to stop being a Star Wars fan. I'm never going to do any of that. But when it comes to make a con- making a concerted effort to talk about Star Wars every week, and especially when you are going to talk about what's relevant in Star Wars at the moment. It's one thing if we were a show that was like we picked a topic and went all in on it for an episode. You know what I mean? What uh, do we, you think lightsaber colors signify? We've done what that I'm talking before, about but is, not, is, not recently. <laughs> but what I mean is, is that we're a show that talks about what is relevant in Star Wars at the moment yeah. yep. for everyone, not just us. And so because of that, you end up having to talk about you, you end up talking about you don't have to do anything, but you end up talking about all these things that suck. And for for what Star Wars is. Honestly, there shouldn't be a ton of the part that sucks, but it's not just this fandom. Every fandom has it. It's just, but to me, that's been the bottom, the bottom of the barrel part of this year for me, as far as, as far as Star Wars is concerned. I don't know, man. I've seen a lot of people who are like, like even like famous people who've come out and said, man, I dip my toe into the Star Wars fandom never again. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like if as soon as, as soon as you like look into it and like get into it, like especially now, like it's just people are just like waiting for something ugly to happen so they can exploit it, you know, and, you know, and it's just, uh, you know, like like just like that that's that stupid shit with Pablo Hidalgo today. Like it was just like this whole big thing and that dude turned around and made a made a freaking YouTube video about how he's been attacked and then so like it it, it would feel like it would like if 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 he turned the modernization off for uh for for that video, I might take him seriously. But the fact that he probably made a bunch of money off of it, eh, not so much. But anyways, it's just like it's this shit like that. Like you have Twitter plus YouTube plus all this other stuff, and so much of it is just clickbaity, toxic bullshit. And it's just it's just getting old. And I I'm I'm trying to. I'm, I'm gonna have to change some of my Google settings so I quit getting notifications from like news, quote unquote, news sites about. <laughs> I was about waiting to see if the, you're gonna the, put the quotes latest, around it. Click the latest hot sites. buzz. Because here's the thing: is like I think this is partly because of Star Wars Twitter. All of these, all of these sites have popped up, and they've gained enough traction where they where they where they ping Google, then Google sends it to people who are constantly engaging in Star Wars stuff, and I'm like why are you sending me something from this tiny ass website that has no actual sources or anything? Why am I getting it happens? I'll get the same article from like five different places. Just just like regurgitated and it's all bullshit all the time. And it makes it hard not to be a fan, but like Eric said, to be a part of the fandom as a whole. Like I think we have enough of a foothold and we've made enough friends and we've built enough of a community that we have. We like, but the, but the problem is, is it makes you afraid to kind of expand outside of that because there's such a which is crazy amount of people out there. It's kind of weird, man. Well, I, I'm with you there. I, I feel like the people who listen to this show, who listen to the Sith List and other of our friends' podcasts, they know who they are. Uh, 
that whole community is big enough that we can kind of insulate ourselves from some of the bullshit. And it's just whether or not we allow ourselves to engage in that outside of that. Yeah. That's that, that I catch myself constantly like falling into that. I'll occasionally engage. And then I'll be like, ah, it wasn't really worth it, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but at the end of the day, I, I think I really appreciate the people who listen to this show and the other shows that our friends do and their listeners, you know what I mean? The people who aren't creating, we love your engagement, but like the negativity, dude, I'm not here for that. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, like I said, I keep my, I keep my following list really small for a reason and I'm thinking about making it smaller. So (laughs) anyways, um, I back, back, back to positive things, the clone wars last season. All right. I just recently the other day, actually, man, I've been yesterday. I just watched the last four episodes again. Mm-hmm. And dude, still fucking baller. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. <laughs> I need to go like, back just, and watch them again. Like I, I, I went back because I remember and I remember because, you know, how everybody's making the comparisons to Luke and Darth Vader in the hallway with his with, the, with, with, with his when, in the, when he's in that, in that last hallway before he gets to Grogu. Uh but I remember watching that when we were watching that uh, Darth Maul scene where he yeah, was on the, on, on the ship. We're like, oh my god, that's the Darth Vader scene from Rogue One. <laughs> you know, just being just ruthless like that. We got two and, great uh, hallway scenes this year. <laughs> some 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 great hallway action for sure. <laughs> and the the interaction between Ahsoka and Maul in those four episodes is so it's like it's it's really seriously top tier Star Wars and. Yeah. I mean, wh- whether when they're when they're fighting in the in the in the, in the throne room and the glass explodes, and, they, and all of a sudden they're just standing there and she's contemplating, she's contemplating if she's going to help him or not, and then she mentions Anakin and all shit goes out and goes out the window to to the to the conversation they have after 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 at the very top of the rafters and he begs to die to her setting him free again to cause a diversion and all that other stuff like. It's just so thrilling and exhilarating. It was such a good, a good. I mean, that whole season was good, but those last four episodes are just—it's its own movie. It was really good. Absolutely, it, that's one of those things where. Don't get me wrong. I did like all of the episodes, but those were the ones that was the final season for me. That was the entire reason for its existence, as far as I'm concerned. And the job that it did is pretty tremendous. It's hard to believe that I was just talking about this show to somebody who honestly is not super hip to all of the animation. They've seen the movies. And I would never say that they're not as big a fan as, as me, they love Star Wars, but the movies have been their thing. And I was telling them with the Clone Wars, just the handful of episodes they had seen. I said, this final season, I said, there were moments where it's very obvious they spent more money making it than they knew they were going to get out of it. But, mm-hmm. but it was because they wanted to. And it is magnificent. And it's hard to believe that you're watching this thinking that I wonder if the people who made that show ever imagined that that is where it was going to go. And that was what they were going to achieve with it. Because, dude, it is pretty monumental. Yeah. It is really something amazing. And I I know it's really easy to throw around words like masterpiece. But to me, that final arc 
is a masterpiece. Everything about it was executed masterfully from the visuals to the story itself to like the the voice the acting. cinematography of it. Yeah, everything. Fantastic. The, I'm the so fact glad that they got it's a Ray thing. Park to do some choreography for the ball scenes, like just like all that Killer, stuff like man. like it Dude, really he, like Go ahead. He really went balls out this year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> God, they really need to make, me of a they, they they really no you stop Dallas Wood they really need to make that that last that last four episode arc they need to make it its own movie and just call it Star Wars the Clone Wars and, you know colons of course colon the Clone Wars colon the Siege of Mandalore. That's what it needs to be. It, just, it, it, need, it needs to come out just of its own. It's only it's released it in one big long block because it's so. It's just it's its own goddamn movie and deserves to be amongst oh, the yeah. other ones. Right on. You know, I I actually downloaded those and I meant to cut them into one long thing and then I just sort of never did. Mm. <laughs> You're like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but what else was what else was super cool this year was there any books that we were really into this year because i remember being a couple ones i wasn't that into i'm trying to remember because i mean this year the year was so long I'm, i we, still haven't finished thrawn ascendancy oh my god I've, i i'm i haven't either i was in the, i'm in like the first like five chapters chapters still not not well, carried on what i all. hear is when you get to chapter seven it really cooks <laughs> And I'm like, God, why does it take six chapters to get good? <laughs> I can't get there. Do you hear yourself? <laughs> I can't get there. I, I need to get there. Uh, mostly, a lot of books this year kind of, I fell into that trap of not finishing just because I'm not traveling for work. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I went on one road trip this year and... It was with my daughter, and she's not going to want to listen to a Star Wars book. I'm sorry. She loves Star Wars, but not the books. Well, well, well I, I forgot that we got that that Dr. Aphra, um, that story from the comics made to an audio book, which was really good. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. I didn't even know. It was know. really good. Yeah. And we got the Rise of Skywalker uh, novelization from our buddy that Ray Carson. That was good. Yeah. Um, and... Then we had the Thrawn book, and then we had the um, uh, Alphabet Squadron. The second one came out. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that came out this year. If if it did, I didn't get it because that's all I had in my in my Audible library. But you know the announcement of the High Republic and where that's going and stuff like that. Oh, I'm, I'm that. I'm really, really, really excited for the future. Like it's getting that first look into what that era is going to look like. And I and I'm really happy that it's Charles Sewell that is is in, introducing us to it, you know. I think that's and then it's and then immediately followed up by a, by a, by a Claudia Gray novel like boom boom way to yeah. go. Put your put yeah. your 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 big guys up front, you know. Yeah, they're uh they're the, the river is hit and they got a royal flush coming out yeah. of the gate. Yeah. If for yeah. those of you that know Texas hold them. <laughs> so so w- at, when it comes to what we're looking at in 2021 what what's the big thing for you I, I, 
I mean, I think it's really easy to just instantly say season three of The Mandalorian. That's yeah. the easiest thing to go to. But let's yeah. factor that. What new thing are you most looking forward to? Well, Now, well, bo- to be fair, I, I do want to say real quick, there are some things that I honestly don't remember when they're slated to come out that have been announced. Yeah. Well, we're not getting you know what I'm Mandalorian until 2022 now, but we're getting the book of Boba Fett. Are we December. sure though? I I'm pretty sure that's what because I remember said. the Favreau thing. And by the way, guys, nobody came at me because I was made sure to say something, but I was completely wrong about that whole the book of Boba Fett being the, the third chapter of the Mandalorian. <laughs> blah 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 blah. Well, hey, you listen, know. we weren't the only ones who th- considered that a possibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that was a pretty popular supposition. Yeah. If you I didn't give you shit for it, because like it's a lot it's of possible, people said the same thing. It's possible, possible, very possible. You know. Yeah. I yeah. I do wonder because they, they they said that they were. I, I think you're right, Dallas. They said they were going. They were already in pre-production or in production of the book of Boba Fett, and then the, the season three was going right after that. I get. I think. So then, then I and then and they said Boba Fett's coming out in December of of 2021. So. Yeah. But when's the, Andor come out? That's or, that's that 20, I cannot remember. Or Kenobi because I, I I feel like I Andor's been filming. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Andor literally just started filming, I think, and I, and Kenobi is starting to film in March, I believe. But I mean, so, it's not unrealistic to think that they could drop Andor in October and then give us Boba Fett and then. Mandalorian season three in that order. I wonder, given this, given this, the scenery and what, and the fact that they're going to use the, um, use the, the technology that they developed for the Mandalorian, they're using it for Kenobi. So I, I wonder if the fact that it's in, it's in on Tatooine, probably mostly, and they already have all those sets made up and everything like that. Yeah. Like if that, if, if that might be easier to quickly produce and is probably, and it's only probably going to be like, what is it? Four or six episodes of that show. Is that going to be, six be is what they lot. said. Yeah, man. And now I should have written that down because I don't remember exactly what well, it said. Listeners forgive us. We're, we're shooting from the hip here, but I think we're, 80% right on most of the stuff. So, yeah. Well, once like, again, as times. I like to always say, the show is called The Bad Motivators, yeah. a malfunctioning Star Wars podcast. Yeah. So, you know what you're getting when you come in. All the facts may not be correct. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> but we want I, uh, them to be correct. Don't no, get us wrong. I, I think we want to be I think, correct. I think we're fairly correct, and that's good enough. Yeah. Um, the, the <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> but, the the Kenobi series to me feel like it, but we don't know what it could be. But if it's a lot of him in the desert, or whatever else, or on Tatooine, you think that would be able to be produced faster than whenever the Andor series is going to be? What you got to imagine it'd be lots of ships being flown around and different locations and whatever else. So I mean, plus how long has Ewan had that beard? I mean, that beard's been around a little bit. Dude, he can he can grow that overnight. He just, you he, think just so? he, he just he he just looks at it and says grow and it grows. That's what happens. <laughs> he's got <laughs> he's got the only force powers in real life he has is beard growing. Yeah. Beard and hair growth. It just grow. <laughs> and being handsome. Yeah. Dude, ages well, it, man. I need, it, I need it 12 centimeters, that. please. Right. Thank you. 
Eric and I are deteriorating what? over time, and Ewan McGregor is getting more handsome. <laughs> yeah, he's just oh sucking the life force out of you guys and taking it I, to hell. I got to tell you something. There's this kid. He plays drums at our church, and uh, he's a young man, 22, super good chops, very good. Okay. He's a, he, he's a bit of a personality. Okay. Uh, but he was telling me about this cover band or, or just band situation, rock band situation he was in and asking for some advice. And here's what he told me. Yeah. And the guy tells me, oh, well, blah, 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 something. I can find myself some other 22 year old something. And then I told him, well, I'll tell you what I can. How about I just find myself some uh, I'll find myself 20 different average 50 year olds that blah 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 the guy's 50 for god's sake is what he's telling me and i'm going he doesn't know how old i am nice i bet <laughs> i'm not 50 but i'm real close but he acted like that was a thousand. Oh, that's awesome that just happened today and i'm like my heart oh dude my I'm, heart dude i'm eight years away and i'm feeling my heart on that one god dude i'm i'm getting older every second <laughs> But but yeah, that that destroyed me just a little bit. I got to be honest. But well, anyhow, sorry that just reminded me when you said it. Well, my mom just turned fifty eight the other day, so that, that make you feel any better? Jesus. Holy <laughs> shit! Really? That your mom's eleven years older than me? Jesus. Yeah, she was. She was twenty three when she had me. My mom was twenty three when she had me. So yeah. I shouldn't. Should, I guess just because I'm older, man, it just feels. More real, I guess. <laughs> Dude, I don't want to hear it then because I'm. <laughs> God, I hate you guys. <laughs> I really do, man. Uh-huh. I do. I hate both of you now. <laughs> That's a fine with, with a fiery passion. I, uh. Well, you oh could say gosh. we're keeping you younger, anything like that. No, no. I, I think I'm aging him, dude. <laughs> dude, I think that's a possibility. <laughs> I don't Have know. Have you new this, uh, stress lines? <laughs> my my kids like pl- if playing with them on the f- like Henry wants me to play on the floor with him and stuff. I'm like, listen, once I get down there, I'm, we're gonna need this. I need to be here for a while. Okay, <laughs> there's not gonna be any of this getting up and getting back down a bunch of times in a row. That's not how things roll when old dad's involved. But yeah, anyway, go, dude. On. Henry doesn't pick you up. My 14-year-old picks me up with ease, and he does it without me wanting him to. I'm trying well, to make this toast. God damn it. He's picking me up and throwing me around. Well, I bet Eric would appreciate the help. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's just what he's saying. Yeah, I would. I wish he would pick me up. Be like, you're right. Pick dad up. He's tired. Take he's me tired. upstairs to bed. <laughs> Papa needs a nap. Uh, anyways... Like, Anyways, so as far as Star Wars stuff goes, looking forward to, like, I would say it's probably the Book of Boba Fett because we're not sure if when the, the next other stuff for sure is coming out as far as TV shows go. Um, and and that's the, that seems to be the only sure thing they're pushing forward for next year. They do have a bunch of Marvel shows coming out uh, this upcoming year, which I am looking forward to those, too. Yeah, me, too. Um, so there's that. There's there. And... But I, I think I'm like I'm most looking forward to the Boba Fett thing, but I'm most interested in the High Republic stuff. Yeah. Just because that's it's a whole new thing. And I'm curious to see how new it actually is. 
You know what I mean? Dude. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When I, you know what I'm saying when I say that? Like, like, how much are, are they going to, are they really going to push back from being involved in the Skywalker, you know? Like, because I've been hearing all kinds of conflicting reports of what actual time frame it yeah. is. Like 500 years, 70 years. Like. 400 years. I was like, I was like, I... Well, like, well, like the acolytes, but the supposed to be at the end of the High Republic, right? The, the, yeah. So that could be. I've heard anywhere between like 150 years to like 50 years before the Phantom Menace. It's like I don't even know what the fuck this is. Everything they announced that is the most intriguing thing to me. Yeah. Like, like not, not when I say that, I'm not saying I'm the most excited for it. I'm just saying it's the intriguing. most interesting possibility. Like. They they kind of gave us a little taste when they announced that, and it's like, ooh, everything else still feels familiar. Yes, that's that, the that one doesn't. thing that's outside. Yes, so yeah, I'm, I'm most yeah. interested in that. Like, it's yeah. the most intriguing. Yeah, ooh. yeah, exactly. I, I, I do think anything that's outside of the norm will be a nice change of pace. Mm-hmm. Especially with the amount of weight that was put on the Skywalker saga and how it ended yeah. and what that meant for some people uh, and what it didn't mean for some people, I think it'll be a good a good switch. And quite frankly, I mean, obviously, I don't ever want that chapter to be totally closed as far as stuff yeah. coming up. I mean, for God's sake, seeing Luke Skywalker on The Mandalorian was the best thing that's ever happened oh my to God, right? <laughs> but at the same time, I do think like getting out of it will, I don't know. It's, it'll just be refreshing. You know, I don't know another way to put it besides that. And it, that is something that star Wars needs. I want to ask especially, you guys, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go, go ahead, Eric. I'm sorry. Oh no. I was going to say that's something that star Wars needs, especially for me. Um, yeah. yeah. For, for me, that's where star Wars needs to go just because I, I need a break from everything that's been, you know, Star yeah. Wars. But anyway, I'm with you. I'm with go. you. Yeah. Well, what I wanted to ask you guys was in, in relation to, you know, you brought up Luke Skywalker because I've been thinking about it like off and on since the episode. And then we kind of mentioned it a little bit. But I'm really curious about what you guys think the future will be with Luke Skywalker within the Mandalorian. And if, if they will if they'll try their best to do like some hiding hiding techniques to not have to use all that CGI if they have to again, because everybody is automatically assuming Grogu is going to end up back with Din or Din's going to see him again one way or the other. So like, I'm curious, what do you guys think? Do you think that it ultimately he ends up back with Din Djarin or he just stays Luke? Because like, I was wondering with that whole thing that Ahsoka was bringing up about his attachment. Do you think that, He'll his attachment to Din will prove to be too strong, and he, therefore he can't teach him the way he needs to, or or does or does Luke go beyond that? I've thought quite a bit about this, yeah. and while it would rule to see Luke and what he was up to, and have it be as Mark Hamilly as possible with the the Return of the Jedi era slash season two of the Mandalorian era, Mark Ham or Luke Skywalker. It's not sustainable Mm-mm. done the way it was. It was cool right there, but it would be a lot of a lot of work to it would either be so obvious they were going out of their way to keep from showing his face any more than they had to, which would be even more distracting than just having it out there. 
Mm-hmm. So what I've tried to decide, is this what I think I would do or is this what I genuinely think they will do? And I feel like what I think they will do is this. I think that Grogu will end back up with Din because they're they're not going to leave the story in a spot where Grogu goes off and gets slaughtered at the Jedi Temple. That's just not going to be a thing. They would mm-hmm. never even imply it. Now, I realize that they did let Anakin Skywalker kill a bunch of kids in the Revenge of the Sith, but I really don't think that that's something that's going to happen. That was George, not With Disney. <laughs> yeah, and they didn't sell a true. million plushies of those of those kids that got killed. Oh yeah, in the temple. oh yeah. No one has a Swords Bandim plushie. <laughs> yeah, sorry, except Chris. maybe Chris. Willis. Sorry, yeah, but, sorry, Chris. But uh, God, it was good to have Swords back on Blue Harvest. So, Amen. But the the. I suspect that the way the story will go is that Luke will sense, number one, that there's this very strong attachment between Grogu and Din that can't really be disrupted. And two, there's a growing, like an underlying threat that Luke is afraid for Grogu because of it. Yeah. And he'll say, you have got to protect, protect this child because he is the ultimate future of the Jedi. Yeah. Something along those lines. You need to take him to insert unreachable destination here. And that is where, that is how the Mandalorian as a show will end. Is them, Grogu and Din, on their way to live out their years yeah. at whatever this place is. I really want the final mission to be the hunt for... Grogu's people, like his actual people, like the the planet like it, of Yoda's, his like race. I, yes, I I Yodaria. want to. Yeah, <laughs> I I I really want the final scene to be just like then, like finally relaxing after this horrible ordeal he went through. This he had to do, do some crazy like uh, uh, malls and whatnot, and do, maybe had to maybe had to go through. Through the castle run to get there and whatever else, like all kinds of crazy shit, and he's finally arrested. And there's just a whole bunch of Yodas just walking up to him, and then I mean him, him and Grogu, and then it fades away, and there's the end, the end of the Mandalorian. I'd be happy with that, you know what I mean? Like, and uh, but no, I have one other th- quick thing about that Luke Skywalker thing. Have you looked at the actor who was the body? No. Yeah. Do you have any kind of suspicions that they tried because he because I cause, cause, cause I think he I think he could pass off as a, a young Mark Hamill if they did it because he had the cheekbones and stuff like that he kind of had mm-hmm. some facial features he had this very similar height as well like I feel like they could have made some things make him look like him if they wanted to do you have a feeling that maybe they tried to test it out first to see if they could do it with this young actor and then decided at the end uh, people won't go for it We're, let's let's bring in Mark and let's do it with the cgi because he because he, his bone structures he, he looks too similar in my opinion they did like like I said, they weren't looking for might look like luke skywalker my guess is that they wanted hamill involved from the get-go yeah especially because of favreau yeah and with the technology they had available i suspect that uh that's where they were going with it now 
I mean, I think it's probably always the tendency to try to get somebody that looks like what you're wanting them to look like at the end mm. after all of the effects. The mapping are done. and whatnot. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but my guess was that they, when they started filming that episode, they knew they were going to have Mark Hamill stapled on there. Um, I want to say about that CGI of Luke's face, I, I have no problem with it. Mm. I, there's some people out there trying to say he looks like Max Headroom. Yeah, there's a second where it's a little jittery, but they've since fixed it already on Disney+. I, know, Plus. I, didn't, I, know, that, I didn't know that. No, no, they've already fixed it, so I can't even show it to you. Like, they've yeah. already made the adjustment. So I suspect over time, ILM will get better at this. So if they want to do more Luke, it will be better in the future because if you think about the tracking for this, like facial stuff we've seen in star Wars, like from rogue one, it, there was an MCU movie where they de-aged Robert De Niro, which where he's looks like younger Tony. Oh, which one was that? Anyway, it, it was after rogue one. And I felt like if it wasn't for rogue one, this wouldn't work already. And now that we've seen Mark Hamill's face Robert from De Niro, not De Niro. Robert Downey Jr. Not Downey uh, Jr. Did I say De Niro? Dude, I've been I frozen so here thinking, what, the f- what is he I'm talking like, about? I'm, I'm, I'm so like, sorry. What was Bobby D in the no, MCU? No. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. I am so sorry. I said De Niro. God. Anyway. It's okay. Um, it's okay. Anyway. Um, you broke my brain. It was I was weird. like, what? Here's, what? here's what? your, here's your say. You said that. I'm like, man, I didn't know that. I wonder why they didn't just use Robert Downey Jr. and try to make him look younger. <laughs> well, well, what are you going to do? <laughs> well, we just, we just completely took you at your word. We just, just, just anyway, took the bait. Anyway, like, I, I feel like in trust you know, all failed. I feel like it's getting better and it, it's going to evolve. So if they want to do it like two seasons from now, I mean, we don't know how long the Mandalorian is going to go. Yeah, that's true. And if they're going to really do this Siege of Mandalore, you know, like we're going to go delve into that and they're going to go reclaim the Mandalorian empire. Like, I'm interested to see that. And if they want to do it over three or eight seasons, whatever, just do it. Just make it good. What if they give us just one episode next season, maybe two, where it's Luke trying to train Grogu. It doesn't have the Mandalorian in it at all. It just it's it's all it is is that one whole episode. Like they where they where they go balls out with a CGI for just one episode and it ends up in being like I I can't train him. I can't it can't get through to him and he ends up taking him back to Din. You know what I mean? Like 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 you you, you got to think they they're not just going to be like, "Well, he, they're not, if, he, if, he, if he ends up back with them, you're not going to just show up. Whatever. Well, I, I I can't do it. Here's this kid. Take him back. Fucking throw him back at well, him. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be. They can do it because yeah. how, you don't have to show Luke's face if you're showing Grogu's perspective. They, they, they have to. No, have but to. I mean, like you could do a bunch of like waist down shots. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. But but if it's going to be like that, where it's just those two, like you're going to show a lot of his face. It's going yeah. to be a lot. It's be a lot. They're shown there. Or he's or riding on Grogu's back. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's my turn. Hold me, baby. Oh my yeah. god! Crush I, uh, it. But <laughs> um, the as far as the as far as the um the 
all the tracking and all that stuff goes. Like, I do agree with you, Dallas, that that technology's come a long way. I mean, to the point where like people are taking what they did and put deep fake stuff on it and make it even more texturized and <laughs> yeah. whatever else. Like it, it, it makes you wonder if they didn't use that technology just because of like ethical reasons. <laughs> you know, like, like not with, with them not creating them all themselves. Like, is there some kind of ethical? problem there by just copying other stuff and just pasting on it making it making it work you know so, i don't so know ma- it's kind of making it like slightly not as good as they really could make it is what you're saying <laughs> I, I, I can see yeah. that yeah well see like like did, did you guys see the the, the uh, deep fake of yeah yeah the cgi yeah yeah like it it's to me, it wasn't like super duper different in my opinion. There's just a little bit more. There's a little bit more texture, and it 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 overall looked a little bit more like Mark Hamill's a little bit more. Mm. And I think and but that's built on the back of the, all the work that they did <laughs> for the CGI in the first place. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? So it's kind of like uh, I don't know, but um, like they did all the hard part. You just polished it up at that point. Well, I mean, they did that the whole thing with 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 Harrison Ford and stuff, you know, with uh, with Solo when they yeah. had um, they had Alden Alden Ehrenreich and somebody did the deep fake of Harrison Ford on his face, and and like sometimes like oh that looks bad, and sometimes sometimes like well it looks really good, you know, it's, it's like a mixed bag. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Like I I wonder if they would approach something like that or whatever, but I don't know. There has to be a strong reason as to why Grogu's coming back to Din. It can't be like just not shown on screen. Well, I think uh, the idea of Grogu coming back because he can't be trained because he's too attached to Din is very plausible, and I like it better than him just getting killed by Kylo Ren, which people are assuming uh, is what's going to happen. There's, there's no way. There's no I agree. way that ever happens. I agree. I agree. There's no way that ever happens. I like. Yeah. I like your theory better. <laughs> well, I mean, I really do think it's going to be that Luke senses – an evil a danger and it's a different kind of thing when you've got a jedi academy with a bunch of reasonably capable teenagers versus having somebody who even 20 years from now will still be little more than a toddler based on their you know the curve of their life expectancy or like he's like a a two-year-old right now yeah yeah or or he'll be like six by that point you know not Mm -hmm. even then maybe three yeah Yeah. at most and so because of that i think that you're you're sort of stuck you have to you have to unload him yeah who else could you who else could you trust yeah and it's like i I said there's try to try to give him to you leia here, I need you to take care of him, except you already got one kid with big ears, and I don't know how you're going <laughs> to... And he's the one that we're trying to save You also got to think, you also got to think, like, Luke is the only Jedi, like, really, that is, it's definitely the only one, the only, the only, definitely the only one that's going to do any training. Yeah. So if he gets more and more kids that are, like, you know, like, like Eric was saying, of a, a more competent age, or more control of their bodies, and they can, they're mobile, they're not, like... Uh, carry me, carry me. You know what I mean? Like, like Grogu is like a one teacher only, one pupil teacher Padawan. You know, whatever scenario. Mm-hmm. Not, not me and a group of kids. I don't want. I can't run with them. I can't do the flippy flops over the. Thing. You know what I mean? Like he's just he's a whole different animal. Like literally, quite literally. So like it's, I don't know. In the end, it's not going to be. Yeah. 
if they want to fan service us up, they could have Luke give him back to Din and then have Yoda's force ghost show up to Din so he could see him and say, take care of my grandson. (laughs) 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 Or my nephew's kid or something, you know, whatever. It would be kind of cool if for some reason Yoda came to them and... I don't know. I'm trying, trying, trying to think of what that could happen. If, if, if Yoda Ready not sense, he is or something like that, you know. I don't know. If like somehow he came to maybe not Din, but at least to Grogu. Yeah. Like, and and like and like maybe maybe gives Grogu like shows him the way to like where his people are or something like that or something like that or some. Because I mean, how did how did Yoda learn? How did Yoda learn how to be a Jedi? How long did that take him? Like, was he like not four hundred years old before he could actually move around with some, some efficiency? Like, well, how what happened? Well, like at the very least, with Yoda, you know, he was a master and one of the most powerful Jedi because he lived so goddamn long and experienced so much shit, <laughs> in yeah. such a long amount of time. He's had the ultimate slow burn life. <laughs> there is such an unlikely jedi master that that species you know that's that's always that's always always, always been the appeal of yoda yeah well if the if the force ghost shows up you know the implication is going to be because you've seen so few of this species anywhere is that yoda is going to know instantly what they're thinking and he'll be like uh not my son this kid is (laughs) (laughs) not my lover billy jean is i was just gonna sing (laughs) billy jean damn it it's it's uh i i do i just i don't see any other any other way around that i just don't but anyway i'm glad it's a thing we have to worry about god could you (laughs) right it 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 when barely a year ago we had no idea what baby yoda was we never even considered it an option well and we're like he's a clone of yoda and now like his story is so much more rich and in depth just he was at the jedi academy like like it's so cool like i would love to know like a story that i really i mean obviously i think it will get told one day but sooner rather than later is what happened between the time he was taken from the jedi temple and the time that din shows up to to get him from the that that camp of ruffians yeah that weird desert in the first camp. season of the mandalorian yeah what how did he get there what all happened in between and then it turns out that those were the good guys that were keeping him <laughs> <laughs> yeah they were really never even really thought about him all that. these years <laughs> yep I mean, because you know, what the hell were they doing with them? Were they were they planning to sell them to somebody? What the hell's going well, on and, there? And he's yeah. in the pram, like a, up against the wall in a pile of junk and netting with a blanket randomly over him. <laughs> yeah, like, they even like, know they even know he was in there. <laughs> like, <laughs> do these dudes even realize what they're protecting? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Like, it's a bunch <laughs> of crazy shit going on there. Like, I now I think I brought this up before, and I just I'm gonna move on from. Grogu after this, I promise. It's hard to. He's such a he's in our hearts and souls. Um, but mm-hmm. uh the what are the chances that the Bad Batch has anything to do with it? With with the with the moving of Grogu. Hmm. I have no idea. I'm gonna say none. Yeah. But I see where you're coming coming from. Yeah. 
I don't know. It just seems like it, I, I'm thinking like it's one way they could really drive interest to that show. The Bad Batch would be to bring the, some an animated Grogu. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Talk about adorbs. <laughs> but I don't, yeah, that I don't would know. be cute. But well, yeah. I don't know though, man, because Clone Wars Yoda was not no, not cute. Something I that th- I wanted to spend very much time looking at. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, and then it immediately put my mind to Katie Sackoff acting like the puppet was a real baby in the behind yeah. the scenes in the gallery episode they released this week. I'm just saying the fact that they brought up that they brought up that he was being trained during the Clone Wars and everything else. Like he was there in the temple, man. Like this is like right after this is like right during and after all the shit hits the fan. And we were trying to figure out when the hell is Grogu going to be? How they're going to figure out how what happened there? Who saved him? Was it Mace Windu? I don't know. Didn't he, didn't he get his arms chopped off? I don't know, man. Like was it R2? Maybe, but wasn't R2 on Mustafar? I don't know. And it, it's just it's like, you know, there's all this. Dude. All this shit going. And especially since R2 and him had this whole conversation at the end of the episode. Like, they knew each other and shit. I, 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 I wish that was the case, but I really just a matter of, like, Grogu was like, oh, my God, that's the coolest toy ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. and I could see that, too. Yeah. Yeah, you I know, can see him saying, really does this thing one. dispense frogs? Yeah. Or like, or, like, R2 was like, oh, not one of you sons of bitches again. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we got to work out this comedy routine where, like, you try to take this flashlight away from me and then hit me with a stick. It's going to be awesome. Trust me. People are going to die. They're going to roll. They love it. Worst flashlight Um, ever. Shaped like a candle. What the fuck? (laughs) So, speaking of the, the gallery episode, how was it? I haven't watched it. Uh, I, I thought it was good, um, but like I said in, in the free show medium, like I've already forgotten most of what was what happened in it. Like it, it kind of just came and went, and I watched it. I, granted, I didn't get to like really sit there and like stare at it and take in everything completely because my kids were running around like mad people um, as they do, uh, wanting to play their guitars and everything else they had going on that day. Um, but I did get to see most of all of it, and there was some aspects to it were really cool um the robert the robert robert rodriguez stuff was really really cool yeah um him playing the, the flamingo to guitar on set was it, pretty dope <laughs> yeah yeah he yeah he was he was doing what i imagine you'd probably do eric he would just walk around with, with an acoustic the whole time just like playing occasionally and then <laughs> action, you know <laughs> and uh um or maybe or, or maybe in your case you'd have a an electric with a portable amp on your waist. Who knows? Um, so yeah, and the stuff with Tamora Morrison was really cool. He that that they managed to, like work in his um, what's that? What's that fight? That 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 uh thing called again? Dallas, the traditional dance they do. Yeah, the haka. Yeah, they managed to work that into his fighting routine. Um, yeah. with 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 within that episode about Rob Rodriguez, and they also showed him doing it on set like with his helmet off but in his oh, boba yeah. gear it was yeah. dope that's cool it yeah. was so dope and uh it, it was pretty cool to see him like directing boat like tamora like when he's showing him like what he should do for the knee you know the knee rockets like you should yeah. lean forward like this and like yeah put it in, like like yeah he put a lot of input into the movements as well as what Tamora had done. So that was kind of neat to see. But like that's the most memorable part of the whole thing. 
well, for me, the the coolest part with the Robert, Robert Rodriguez stuff is, and it's been, it's been passed all over Twitter. I don't know if you saw it or not, Eric, but um, he was talking about how he came up for the idea of Boba's return, right? And it and he he goes, well, I didn't have because he goes he goes he goes you know a picture's worth a thousand words, so I figured I could shoot this in my backyard. So I grabbed my Boba Fett Halloween costume and my Stormtrooper costume from Halloween, and, and I set my I, I put my I made, I made my made my kids Stormtroopers, and I made myself Boba Fett, and then I and then we filmed us in the backyard uh, doing, and then they showed and they showed the little film that they made and they, they, of, of doing what I exactly what I wanted to do in the shot, and then they he even like and goes, but I didn't have any stunt that was obviously so i pulled out my action figures and like put him in this little stance little flips and stuff <laughs> as he was filming and stuff and, and he gave it to dave filoni and dave filoni goes was that action figures and he's like he's like yeah sorry i didn't I, I didn't have like a whole crew on hand at the time he goes he goes dave dave goes no you don't understand that makes it that that makes this the the, the coolest uh animatronic what, what, what's it called uh animatic ever the fact that you use action figures and your kids that makes it the best animatic ever. <laughs> nice. And like, and Robert Robert goes, "These are my people." <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot That's of stuff cool, like man. there's a lot of stuff kind of like that. And yeah, that that section was really fun. And 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 the Bryce Dallas Howard stuff was really good too. She was she's she was super she's super into all the lore of Star Wars. And she never really gets a chance to like show that she knows all of it. But like when she was talking about it in the, she's like, I remember from Clone Wars and from Rebels, we did this and this happened here and this one happened here. And I'm like, all right, Bryce Dallas Howard, get it done, man. And she's cool. But, but yeah. I couldn't get past her denim shirt, man. I'm like, when have those oh. been in style? Like, are they coming hey, back? Hey, you What's calm down, dude. She was shirt. styling a profile with the, with her double denim. Usually, dude, off Bryce she Dallas. had her Canadian tuxedo on. <laughs> she was ready to party. Dude. Also, Don't mess around. Why was R5? We didn't talk about this. R5 is the beginning moment of that documentary and he's got like a bag over his head like he's been kidnapped and shit like, I'm like what are they doing to our boy he's he's not he's not allowed to see where he's going right it was cool to see the like they had amy sedaris and they had you know um mando there and they, you saw the little like projector thing pop out of his head like that, that yeah. was practical that was kind of cool oh also eric uh it was shown that uh uh, Pedro Pascal was in a lot, was in that suit a lot, way more mm-hmm. than one one would assume, given that he's only shows his face twice in the whole season. But he was there well, that's for cool. he was there for almost every episode, I think, because oh, he, he was there way more was than there. season one. I think. Oh way yeah, more. well, I think season one was kind of a crapshoot because like he wasn't like really signed. They were like three quarters of the way done with like filming the thing. You know, like yeah. it was like way after that. Yeah, and he, I mean, because he he was working on a project then. Yeah, it was it was already way in way into production when he got, we got signed. But no, he was there for the for at least the first episode, and then um, the episode with the frog lady, and um, and of course the last two, and then I also think the one with uh, Cara Dune and Grief Karga. Where they did oh. the um, where they where they invaded the Imperial base on Navarro. Oh, he did the uh, one with uh, Katie Sackhoff too, where they get on the uh, light cruiser he, or not the light cruiser, the freighter. 
Yeah. Chapter yeah. three. Yeah. Was on that. Yeah, and they also they 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 also showed uh, Amy Sedaris make him laugh a lot. Oh, like yeah. he, like they kept they kept pulling him to the side. He's like bent over in every shot that they're in together because she's just making them laugh so much. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> By the I way, like she her was, so much. dude, she's awesome. She was on Conan O'Brien's podcast a couple weeks ago. It mm. was the best. Oh, I'll it was check that the out. best, dude. I'm telling you, it, she's she's like the best guest ever. They didn't even they didn't even talk about the Mandalorian at all. It was the best. Oh okay, yeah. Well, that's Anyways. a lot of restraint, man. I I think from either end, it'd be impossible to not talk about it. <laughs> right. One, if I was on it, I you I wouldn't shut up about it. <laughs> Me either. And two, I would think anybody would just that was be the first thing they'd ask about. No, mostly she just told hilarious stories about how she has an obsession with collecting wigs, and it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I have to give that a listen. Yeah, I'm Dude, gonna yeah, have to. I'm, it was genuinely like extremely entertaining. Um, you know, anyways. fun fact: uh, both my grandmothers on both sides wore wigs. Yeah, she has like a huge collection of wigs. It's like That's her thing. Awesome. Yeah, and like because she said she's been like dressing up her entire life and, and, and playing pranks and and whatever else. And always she always wanted to be different because she's like a naturally like beautiful person, but she always just tries to make herself look way less attractive than she actually is and like yeah. perform uh-huh. these things. She said well, one one thing she said was one of the things when she first started making some money, she she bought she wanted to buy a fat suit and wear it around everywhere. But she could <laughs> only afford but she could only afford the lower half. <laughs> So she <laughs> she wanted to play a play a prank on her dad, so she wore it on the plane home all the way, just the bottom with like like clothes over it to kind of like mask the fact that it wasn't like a and fucking her, sweater it, and the Batman yeah. spandex. And, and her dad her her dad picked up and she's he's like, What happened? How are what what happened to you out there? You really she's she's like she goes she goes I I played it I I, I wore those things for like four or five days I I, I milked it. <laughs> <laughs> she's oh like I don't gosh, she's like man. don't worry dad I'll I'll work it off I'll work it off it's fine I'm gonna be fine it's fine now everything's oh, cool man. that's funny <laughs> oh, just, that's funny but anyways um but yeah. anyways we're we're lucky to have her in Star Wars because she's the best. So I don't know what else. I, I think that's really it about the documentary. I mean, there's there's other stuff in there, and it's definitely well, worth a watch. It 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 made me appreciate chapter two a little bit more with the snow spiders, like how they yeah. tied that into Ralph McQuarrie's stuff. Yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. getting to hear from Peyton Reed was good because, like, I know some people have said Peyton Reed directed my favorite Mandalorian episode this season and my least favorite. And I was like, wait a second. Like, if you watch Dude, this, you might appreciate that, that one a little bit better. I, I, it was, it was a little off at first, but I actually dig that episode now. Like, now oh that everything's God. all completed. Like, I get that it's controversial because Baby Yoda was eating the baby's eggs, but like, I really, really love that episode overall. Yeah. And yeah. I, I know it's just, it, it, it was, it was good for, it was. I think it was good for Grogu's development, honestly, and it 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 kind of put us on this weird path. But I think in the end, I think it made him maybe a, a better kid. You know, <laughs> like it's just kind of yeah. one of those things. And uh, and we got we and, we and we got some nice parenting den moments in that episode. Yeah, like and and, and the spiders, while creepy, look great. And that whole scene was highly super intense and like scary. And like it was. 
I don't know, man. But the the model of the crest was really cool in the back, behind the scenes with the like snow stuff they were putting on the cockpit and cockpit uh, cockpit and stuff to like do those those scenes. Uh-huh. <sighs> yeah, I'm gonna have to yeah. check it out then. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, we're I, we're, we're kind of like now we're talking about like oh we're remembering all this shit when we said at the beginning oh we didn't remember shit from it <laughs> well, actually we remembered a lot more than we said. Yeah, I've watched very little TV and listened to very little, very few podcasts and had almost no social media interaction the last couple of weeks, man. And I gotta tell you, it's weird, but it's been nice. Hmm? Yeah, but Same how many hours me. have you spent spent in, on in Red Dead World? Hey, we're not talking about <laughs> that. I'm just telling you some facts. You can take uh, it or you can leave. Well, well, facts are facts. You've been avoiding Twitter, but you've been riding that pony, buddy. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I'll tell you what. Red Dead Redemption, the, what I do when I play that game is what I wish I could do when I was on Twitter. <laughs> and that's go around blasting fools. <laughs> and throwing them off ledges. Them throwing them by, off ledges. Eating yeah, them alligators. Yeah. Feeding them to alligators. Yep. Killing them in their campsite with like, dude, I have this rule. I have this rule. Okay. So just, so just in case anybody knows and doesn't know in Red Dead Redemption, if you get attacked by like wolves and it happens quite, quite frankly, more often than like my assumption would be every time I'm in the wilderness, I should plan on nearly dying. But when you shoot them, they, a lot, it, you, the only pelts that are really worth taking, they have a one, two, or three diamonds rating. And if, it, if they're anything but three, which is perfect, they're really kind of worthless. It's okay to skin them because then you like get the meat you need, but you can only carry 10 pieces of this meat, which you can fill up like each wolf is four, right? Dude, I have a, a rule. If you come and try to kill me, I'm taking your skin off. Whether I take it with me or not, you're getting skin, son. Amen. It's just the Amen. end of the story. Because, uh, yeah, those oh, yeah. wolves, man, they're bloodthirsty and, killers. And if I shoot you, I'm robbing your shit. I'm going to check your pockets. Oh, yeah, dude, you got to loot the dead bodies. All your stuff. Yep. Some yeah, of the best stuff I ever got on stuff. that game was like, you know, when you do those big battles with all the like, mm-hmm. the, oh, God, I can't even remember the name of the first gang, the O'Driscolls. The you O'Driscolls, go into their yeah. Camp. Yeah, man. Like, there's so many. Bo- and they're like, come along. And you're like, hold up. I'm looting all these bodies because I know we're not going to yeah. be back here. Hold on. <laughs> Dude, I got at the very end of the story in the uh, prologues of the story of Red Dead Redemption 2 when you're John Marston already and you're with yeah. uh, Sadie. And you go into, she finds a, the people who who killed her husband and, you know, raped her and yeah, yeah. all that stuff. And she, like, brutally stabs this guy to death right in front of you. It's blood everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I ended up almost getting killed at the scene after she took off because I was looting every single corpse. <laughs> and all of a sudden i'm like oh what the hell what are all these guys doing here i thought the mission was over and it was just take off and run but anyhow that's what i like about that fort that's what i like about that fort when you're john marston out in the desert with all those like oh yeah the fort mercer down there and dude south of the border man new austin Oh, yeah, yeah, man. You can, like, pick uh, all those guys off and loot them all. Like, they're not going anywhere. Now, now here's, something that's, here's something that's great. So, I've been playing Red Dead Redemption 1, the original, you know. And by comparison, you know, there's, I mean, it was a place, or a play, uh, Xbox 360 game. And it's been, 
enhanced for Xbox One and the Xbox Series X, but the it's just not as good, and it's not going to be. But like the mechanics of horse riding, everybody rides their horse. And I mean, this is all non-player characters are riding their horse like they just got done robbing a bank and are trying to get away. <laughs> so it's such a juxtaposition to everybody you see. You're like, should I be chasing them? Do I need to kill them? What's what just happened? Because they all look like they're up to no good. But anyway, blah, blah, blah. Red Dead Redemption. It's awesome. It is. Well, guys, is there anything else Star Wars wise you want to hit? No, man. There's not really anything else out nope. there. I mean, we're going to be after New Year, we'll have some new stuff pretty soon. Besides that, not a lot. Nope. Well, let me just say this. I've really had a good time this year doing this show with you two dudes. And to the handful of guests we've had on, thank you so much for doing it. And to the listeners, in all seriousness, <laughs> it still never ceases to amaze me that people are into this. And whenever. I find out that people that have stumbled on the show by accident who like knew me, but didn't realize I had this show and found the show somehow. And then they're like, Hey, wait a minute. That's that guy. That just, it just wrecks my brain. And I'm so glad that (laughs) people, I'm so glad that people dig it. I really am. The support means a ton. The reviews, the retweets, just the hitting us to say hi and letting us know you're there, it means the world to us. Because we have fun doing the show. But man, there's something about knowing other people are listening to it. Because it is a fair amount of work to do. Yep. People don't realize what goes into making a podcast happen. And not just from the financial standpoint, but the time standpoint and everything else. But uh, I've had a really good time with you guys, man. I appreciate you being my friends and being my brothers and doing this show with me. Same man, and and I want to give a shout out to the the patrons this year. They've they've met more than ever. I mean, we we haven't done Patreon our whole time of doing this show, and what now? Four years coming up next two months from now. Yeah, and in March will be uh, uh, four years. Four years. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, you've 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 supported the show more than you think you can by being a patron and. We've sure oh, enjoyed sure. doing our our own individual stuff for that, and it's a way for us to express ourselves. And I've enjoyed listening to you guys do your thing, and also like just like Eric said, it's been so. And I told you guys on Christmas each individually, like it's just been so um, amazing to to do this show with you guys. So for sure, man. Yep, I I agree. Uh, it's been it's you know everything has up and down ups and downs and having this show being able to, you know, just rant every once in a while for, from all the things that have been going on this year has been therapeutic in a way. And, uh, to know that people feel the same way out there has been great too. But overall getting to talk to you guys every week is like my, my, like, you know, my like bowling night out with the guys, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just, it's just being able to like, like, you know, my wife realizes this is like one time for sure. I'm not going to be available for a couple of hours. And she's like, okay with it. Fine. You know, like, and it's just one of those things. And it's, it's been a, a been great to be able to do it for the whole time. Long time we've had the fact we've never missed a week has been great. And it's just, uh, yeah, I love you dudes. So it's, it's been, it's been, it's been a good, been a good year. Well, listeners for, for that, for that way, overall year, yeah. not good, but what you do, yeah, it's been good. 2020 <laughs> year, the worst, uh, uh, by the but, way, this has been our most consistent. The three of us have been on every week this year. Have we? 
No, I have. I, I think I maybe missed one episode or two at the most. Well, to be normally fair, to be I fair, miss we, about we, six or fair, seven. To be fair, we really couldn't go anywhere else. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, like I wasn't being yeah. interrupted by NBA games. <laughs> but, but well, guys, it seriously, thank you. And if you're interested in becoming a patron, and it really, like Dallas said, it means more than ever to us now well, but we pour uh, our souls into those shows like we really do we 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 give a shit about this main mind. one <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah this is the garbage show one. you're missing all the gold yeah. content of course the this is a great show you get way more out of this but <laughs> yeah. at the same time like it's definitely fun to branch off yeah but if you're interested in that go to patreon.com forward slash the bad motivators and check it out man there's some good good stuff going on over there and uh, you hit T Public and Redbubble if you want to buy some people some late Christmas presents with the bad motivators slapped on it. And uh, I guess go ahead and follow the show on Twitter at bad underscore motivators. You can follow me on Twitter at Eric Strothers and Luke at Luke Cruiser and Dallas at Tarkin Tangents. Sweet man. Well, hey. I think Taylor Swift is awesome, and she's probably not going to be at the end of this show because Cruiser's going to box it up <laughs> for me. <laughs> until next week, until next year, we are out of here. Goodbye. Later. <laughs> <laughs>